Whoa, oh, we are back for the 44th interview episode on Home Mad Advantage Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jude Swisher, and I am joined by a very special guest today, Ethan Lezak, NCAA finalist, three-time All-American for Minnesota, and also a wrestler for the PRTC. Uh, this episode was a blast. And guys, if you get the chance, make sure you go check out our sponsor, Tony Rotundo at WrestlersWarriors.com. And please be sure to leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out. So guys, uh, that's it for me. Enjoy the show. Okay. Well, we are back. And Ethan, welcome to the show, dude. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. You know, yeah. just spent, yeah, last week I was out in Minnesota, so I got to train a little bit with the Storm guys. And this week, kind of just like a chill week. And then we're leading up next week to our uh, team camp with the PRTC. So I'm getting ready for that. Mm. Have, you had a, a had a lot of, have you had a busy summer? Have you been on the mat a lot lately? Um. I mean, I, I try to when I can, but like with like uh, this whole COVID stuff, there's not a lot of like clubs where I live. So, mm. I mean, I've been traveling a little bit doing camps. So I'll wrestle like, you know, some campers here and there, just try and get on the mats whenever I can. But I mean, this, this uh, coronavirus like season, I guess I've been mm. just focused on like lifting and I mean, I guess keeping my cardio up so that whenever you know the tournament like comes next which is hopefully senior nationals they'll have that but as of right now it's kind of all up in the air and you don't really know so just trying to stay in as good a shape as I can yeah and talking about senior nationals that's the earliest that would be is like October is that the date that they said yeah it's uh I think they had October 8th and 9th nice and that would be in Iowa right I think yeah geez so that's that's really right around the corner. I mean, it's it's mid-August now. You got September, October. Um, yeah. It's crazy. So let's uh, take it back a couple months. Uh, talk about you know how coronavirus. Just like you know, how did you did you think it was going to affect you at all? Um, how did you respond to it when you heard that everything got canceled and and all that? Yeah. Um... I mean, it was kind of tough just because you don't know, like, how long this is going to last, like, how long, you know, you'll be able to, like, get back and train and stuff. So mm-hmm. I knew, like, I, I just kind of try to focus on it as, like, a, a good thing kind of of, like, time for me to really, like, tape, take a step back and look at what I really need to work on in my wrestling and stuff. So I think, I mean, one thing that I really need to work on – was just my strength so I've been lifting a lot more and really been trying to work on that and I think with just increasing my strength and stuff it gives you one like a little more confidence and you know you can hold positions better give you a little more time to think Mm. like certain tough positions so I think you know that helps a lot and it also helps kind of like your muscle like conditioning too so just being able to like stay in your stance and you know, in those tough, like, uh, situations where you're really, like, grinding hard and using your arms and legs, like, you're in still good shape and can go a whole, like, six, seven minutes, whatever you need. Yeah. Was yeah. was strength an issue for you through college and, um, and you, you know, your first year of, uh, of senior competition? Yeah, I think um, this past year, I mean, I was wrestling up a little bit, but 
I, I've like when I was wrestling the guys, I, I thought they were a little bit stronger than me just since I was most of my wrestling career. I've been focusing on, you know, cutting a little more weight and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which, you know, it takes away a little bit of your strength. You know, you're not, you don't have the same energy to get in there in the weight room and really, you know, get a good pump in. It's more of just like conserving your body and trying to keep as much strength as you can. But like now I'm trying to build strength and not focus as much on like managing my weight. Like I still try and eat healthy and stuff, but like I'm not, you know, overdoing it where I'm cutting too much that like I lose yeah. a lot of strength and conditioning and stuff like that. Where, uh, where were you lifting just from home or? Yeah. Like I got a pretty nice setup at home, like a rack, a bench. So uh, pretty much, yeah, everything I need is in my basement. So I've just been really grinding hard at that. Yeah. And what do you walk around at right now? Um, Right now I've been waking up like high 40s. 40s. So oh. would you think, you know, go down to whatever, it's 136, 61 if yeah. they have. Yeah, if the, they have, I'll go 61. But if not, like I still want to wrestle and get some matches in. So I'll go 65 if I have to. Yeah. Talk about, you know, the the cut in, in college that you would make, you know, I mean, weekly, right? You wrestled 125 yeah. for a large portion of your career. And, um, I mean, like, you're a big dude, right? <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. hard. That's hard. What was that like for you mentally? And what kind of decision, like, what led you to that decision? Um, I mean, the main reason why I did it was just because I thought for the team's sake, it would be better, mm-hmm. you know, having instead of, like, maybe bumping out like Mitch or Tommy. I, I don't know. Like if I went 33, I don't know. One of those guys will either have to go up or like sit out or red shirt or something. So, yeah. I mean, for us three to be like the first three guys in the lineup, I had to go 25. So, I mean, I just kind of made up my mind really, you know, that summer I was going 25 and, you know, 33 when I was cutting a lot, I was, I read up a lot on like nutrition stuff and really had to make sure that, you know, I started getting my weight down early. Like I, I think I even started like mid August or end of August or something. Whoa. And so I was really like, yeah, trying to focus then so that it wasn't like I was ballooning up and down, which like mm-hmm. you'll have a big problem if you do that. Mm-hmm. But during season, I'd normally try and stay around within 10 pounds for the week and never get a, of that because if you get to like 15 20 like i i don't that's a lot <laughs> i'm making that yeah. i know that jack mueller would get regularly get 20 20 plus pounds really weight like with it five days out from competition like that is yeah. that's too much weight um yeah that's really interesting so okay ethan um what like where did you grow up where are you from what got you into wrestling um, so growing up, I like lived in Lehigh Valley, which is a pretty good, like hot spot for wrestling mm-hmm. in PA. Um, but I originally kind of just did like a sample. Like I, I played every sport as a kid yeah. and then like, I think like second or third grade, I kind of made up my mind. It was like, uh, I like wrestling the best. So I'm a really like stick with it. So I, I, and my dad was uh, the elementary school wrestling coach too, and wrestled a little bit in college. So he kind of, you know, yeah, helped so he get me into it. Yeah, because that was my next question was going to be if anyone else wrestled in your family, but just your dad or, or anyone else? 
yeah my dad and both my brothers my uh i have two younger brothers and the one just graduated this past year at penn Mm. wrestling but uh the other one he was wrestling d2 d3 for a little bit and just kind of with school and stuff it it was kind of tough so yeah Uh, it's definitely hard so uh i mean how good were you at a young age um i think my first year like at a losing record like i wasn't nice that good like starting off but i i just kind of i think it was like one tournament like i got my ass kicked like i i got mm-hmm. pinned and you know beat up pretty good and i was like dad i'm tired of losing so <laughs> i kind of just started like wrestling the basement a lot and like doing like you know i'd go to practice and then when i get home like i'd maybe take 20 30 minutes review as a kid mm-hmm. and i think that like just putting in that extra time really helped me out a lot yeah, was it your own – do you think it was your own motivation or was it, you know, external motion, motivation from, like, your dad or, or anything like that? I think um, it's a little bit of both, but I think mostly it's got to come from you. You got to right. be the one to push yourself and stuff, and that's kind of what I've been doing during this COVID time. Like, I'm the only one, like, either, like, doing stance in motion in my basement or, like, lifting, so it's kind of all on me to do this right now. Cause like, I don't know, our teams are kind of, we're kind of all spread out right now. So I've just been kind of trying to motivate myself the best I can, uh, you know, work hard and stuff. And once you get in a routine, it's not that bad. It's, it's pretty easy. Right. But I mean, like as a, whatever, third grader, fourth grader, fifth grader, making that kind of decision, um, that's really impressive. Cause I know like when I was that young, I did, first of all, when I was that young, I hated wrestling, hated it yeah. so much. Did not want to wrestle ever. My dad would make me, force me to go to practice and I just sit in the car and ball. Uh, and it wasn't up until probably like eighth grade that I started to like really enjoy it. Um, but so I can't really envision being a kid that young and, and being self-motivated. So that's, uh, that's, that's extremely impressive. So um, was there any like conscious moment like growing up you know, maybe youth or junior high or high school where you like knew that you loved it, knew that you like, you know, this was your thing. Um, I think, yeah, kind of just in elementary school and middle school, like I think what really helped me like be motivated and stuff was just like my friends that I had on the team. Mm-hmm. Like I was been friends with them since like first grade and stuff. So a majority of my friends were on the wrestling team. So I think that helped a lot. Just knowing that like, you know, you're not alone, like your buddies are there too, like to help motivate you. And, you know, if I ever need anything from any of them or want to get like a lift or extra like a little, little wrestling in, they'd, they'd help me out a lot. So I think that was like big part and just support system with my brother and stuff. Cause we're two years apart. So a lot of times, like if we weren't at practice, like we'd be wrestling, like, Nice. in my basement or in the living room or something so I think just constantly doing that's what really you know mm. made me like the sport a lot yeah so just like constant exposure and you know yeah a lot of positive experiences with it so what was the first big tournament you competed in like looking back something that was like you know big do you ever do any like the roller the what's called the roller series where like you go to Tulsa and Reno and, and all those things uh no not really like <laughs> i never left like basically our district or area really like i would travel like 
the first big tournament I did was probably, I think, seventh grade, War at the Shore. Mm. That was, like, the biggest one I did. But, I mean, I, I usually would, like, have Darien Cruz every single year in the district nice. finals. So that's, like, what I was always training for. Oh, so man. It's, yeah. Darien Cruz every year in the district finals. So, okay, we'll talk about your your, your high school experience, you know, where did you go to high school? What was the transition like from, you know, junior high up through high school? And, and how did you adapt to that? Yeah, so I went to uh, Parkland High School, which is same thing. Lehigh Valley, you're wrestling Nazareth, Easton. So I think just getting a lot of exposure to good competition there. And one thing that was kind of tough for me my freshman year in high school, I was like really undersized so mm. I was probably 95 pounds wrestling like 103 or something oh dear a lot of guys were like bigger and stronger so but I mean the year before I was like 80 pounds so I, I put a lot of yeah in the weight room and stuff so I nice. tried to get as big as I could but it's only so much weight you could gain in the right. summer but yeah I think just same thing like that that first year I took a lot of like losses began the year and I I just kind of did the same thing like I think I went to final four which was like just a killer tournament that year and we had like Blair like yeah a couple tough Ohio teams and I think I went one and four that duel oh no <laughs> yeah and I was just like all right I need to you spend a little extra time like you know make sure I get I think yeah the biggest thing from middle school to high school is just like the physicality of it and that's mm-hmm. what was like kind of why I'd lose a lot of matches like guys would be clubbing me hard and it kind of like you know get you out of your mindset and stuff and I just kind of went down my basement and I just had my brother like club me a bunch and just kind of get me like ready to like not back out of the clubs, but going forward and stuff and just, you know, get a little more physical. And I think towards the end of the year, like that really helped me and I ended up getting, I think I had the most amount of losses at the state tournament and ended up getting second that year. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And were you still undersized for that state tournament? Yeah. I mean, I got up a little, I was getting close to a hundred at that point. So it wasn't as bad, but it was still, yeah, a little, a little small Mm. for the weight. So, so you mentioned that, you know, the biggest difference for you from middle school to, to high school is the physicality is that's the same, I assume for, for high school to college and then from college to senior level, it just picks up and picks up and picks up. Yeah. Cause I mean, high school or in like college, like you're, you're wrestling state champ. So it's the toughest of the tough and right. it just, keeps, you know, narrows down the competition and gets tougher every, every time. But that's yeah. what you kind of like, you know, you, you like those tough matches and competitions. So that's why, you know, I'm still going. So, so in high school, where did you train primarily like club or, or just at school practice or what? Um, I'd, I'd, I had some pretty good like high school coaches. So I, I kind of really only trained um, high school. I did do a couple clubs like here and there, like I travel a little bit, but it wasn't, wasn't a lot like um they have uh, what was was uh i forget the club but i i did go to one like in the summer (laughs) yeah 
and you would wrestle all year round all through the summer and and all that yeah um ninth grade was probably the first year i started doing like freestyle and that stuff mm. but yeah like once i got to high school i started wrestling year round because i mean a lot of college coaches and stuff go to fargo and it's right. a big tournament so i'd really you know I, I started training for that hard probably 10th 11th grade and that's what i think helped me a lot just being able to you know adapt to both styles and stuff right. really helps you know build your your like skill set and i don't know wrestle mind i guess hmm. so okay so when did you know that you wanted to compete d1 um i mean just as a kid like i'd always watch uh ncas on tv or some and like i remember at the district tournament they'd always have like uh like uh college wrestling shirts or hats so i'd always get one and i used yeah. to have like a minnesota and a penn state one so i'd, I'd always be rocking those too and that Dang. that was like end up being my final two choices like penn state and minnesota i like mm. both the schools a lot but i knew i always kind of wanted to go big 10 right. just because you know you get tough competition and it really prepares you for ncas mm-hmm. but yeah and that's and that was my next question so you were a, a two-time state champ in high school correct yep and so so what was that recruiting process like you said you already kind of knew you wanted to go big 10 you liked minnesota you liked penn state um wh- what was the recruiting process like for you and, and how did you end up settling with minnesota um yeah it was it was tough because i had a decent amount of offers and just trying to go through and you know, tell people no and stuff. It's always tough. But right. I, yeah, I narrowed it down to like my top five and I know it's like a big decision. So I really want to take my time with the process and take as many visits as I can. So I, I would, I, I end up taking five. I think my top five are like Nebraska, um, UNC, Pitt, um, Minnesota and Penn State. So I took mm. visits like all those schools and kind of just sad talk with the coaches and I my final two were between Minnesota and Penn State and just what it came down to me for that was just I don't know I I thought it was a little closer to the coaches at Minnesota than Penn State for me but yeah and the teammates too but I don't know I was I don't think like I could have made a bad choice or anything with those schools so I was kind of just whatever you know, I liked and the campus and all that. And that's interesting because like, I mean, you're from Lehigh Valley. And, um, so Penn state is a lot closer than, than Minnesota. Right. So, yeah. you know, was the decision to like, you know, pack up and move all the way, you know, halfway across the country. Was that, how hard was that for you? Um, in the beginning, think about it, it was, was kind of tough because you know, I had a lot of college friends and stuff going to like Penn State, Pitt, but I kind of knew um, I want to get away a little bit, like experience life for myself mm. and stuff, get a, get away from, you know, my parents and family a little bit and just kind of, you know, see see what happens on my own. And, you know, I, I had uh, my roommate was uh, Tommy Thorne. I was pretty close with his family and stuff. So it made the transition not that bad so like for easter and holidays and stuff where yeah. you know i'd be wrestling and 
not really get to see my family I'd go over there and you know have like Christmas dinner with them or nice. something like that so it was it was nice for that and it didn't make it that hard and just having really supportive teammates and coaches made the transition pretty easy yeah and how did you fit in with the team that that first year you know you're a new kid on a on a big team um you know what was that like how'd you fit in and and then again after that like what was the dynamic shift like with um there was a, a coaching change right when after your mm-hmm. freshman year um talk yeah. about all that yeah so you know just coming in uh I remember the first day of practice, all the seniors were like, all right, we're all grabbing some freshmen. So I ended up having to go with like Chris Dardane's my first practice. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, that first practice, I learned so much, but I Mm. got beat up really bad. Nice. (laughs) Just because like, you know, in high school, you could dive in on leg and just suck it in and take like an average kid down. But against a college guy, you really got to pick and choose your shots because if you just keep on diving in, they're going to really punish you. I remember I just got face stuffed in the mat, go behinds, like all practice. And I was just, you know, it was rough just that first practice. But we eventually got to the mat. So I I got a couple uh, swipes on him there, which he was pretty (laughs) about. But at least, you know, boosted my spirits a little bit. But yeah, just coming in off uh, from high school, it's it's really, I think the big thing is just setting up your shots and making sure like you're you're timing them well and just really picking and choosing when you shoot and stuff. But um, yeah, there uh, we had J Rob as a coach, but Brandon Agum was head assistant and Luke Becker was assistant coach, and then they eventually just kind of moved up the ladder so it wasn't like a huge change but I mean with Jay being gone it was kind of I don't know he was he always had like good like you know speeches and stuff to pump you up for matches and stuff he was you know a guy that you really expect or respected and you know um I think was like really good guidance guy and like role model so like whenever you know I was struggling with school or wrestling or something you know, I could always come in the office and he'd always, you know, have something wise to say about it. That nice. They helped you out. Yeah. Mm, so, but, but you fit in well with that, that group of guys yeah. that first year. Um, okay. So, you know, you redshirted your first year at Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, sure. you know, I started my true freshman year and then I redshirted the next one. Right. Well, uh, to my understanding, didn't you, wasn't the plan to redshirt and then they, they pull you maybe yeah. in the season. Right. So talk about that and like, you know, your initial reaction to being like, Oh, you know, you're the guy, you know, I, what was that like when the coach was like, Ethan, it's time to go. Yeah. It was kind of a surprise. Cause I mean, we had a couple like guys, like three or four guys at the weight that were like kind of older. So they were going to let them like wrestle it out. But like just throughout the season, we had, Sam struggling with the weight, a couple other guys getting injured. So that like eventually like it came down to me and it was like, Oh, we need you to come in and wrestle for us. And I the team was ranked uh I think pretty pretty high. Like we were maybe a top five team that year or we're we're close to winning it. So I was like, All right, you know, I'll I'll 
put in my dues early and get in there. But um, yeah, my first duel was Penn State. So right off the bat, okay. it, was, it was a tough one right away. And I only had like, they told me like four or five days out. So I oh mean, my word. yeah, I was pretty small. So like the weight cut wasn't an issue, but just like getting mentally prepared for that was kind of tough. Who'd you wrestle? Uh, Conway. Oh, man. But it was a crazy duel because I think I was the last match and we were up by like five points or something. Oh. So like, all right, just can't get pinned or teched and we went. Oh. So I just kind of went out there and tried to go as hard as I can. And I think I gave up a decision or major, but we won by like one or two or something. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was good for the – the team to get that that win over you know Penn State who's ranked number one I think won it that year but um yeah like my first five matches were tough like I had uh Thomasell Gilman Sean Garrett Conway um I think there's one other rank guy I forget who but you know those first five matches I just I was like oh five or own six to start and I was oh like, man oh my gosh that was, that was rough and so okay what was that bef- like before the new year after the new year where was that exactly that was yeah that was during like big 10 season so we had like a lot of the big 10 uh duels and stuff and then national duels which like was where I wrestled Cornell and Sean Garrett but yeah uh beginning of the year was kind of you know, season wasn't as hard. They're kind of easier matches, but once you get in a Big Ten season, it's gets really tough. You know, you got like a top twenty guy every week, so that was kind of tough just adjusting to that as like a freshman. But you know, I had good coaches by my side. Uh, Jason Ness worked with me a lot, like on the mat that year, and Zach Sanders. I'd wrestle him a lot too. So those two really kind of. Think just spent a lot of time around them really helped me and grow for like the upcoming NCAs that year. Okay, and so that NCAA tournament you qualified as yeah, a, as a, you know, as a freshman, you know, already a big deal. What was what was that experience like for you? Looking back now, what do you think you would have done differently? Um, um and talk through the whole process. Yeah, so going in, I. uh I wasn't ranked or anything, but I ended up catching one of those bids on the last day. So I was like, it's kind of up in the air after the Big Ten tournament. I didn't know if I was going to qualify or not, but I was, I was kind of just hoping. Um, and I ended up getting like a spot, like one of the last two spots. And I got in, I was like, all right, you know, just kind of try to stay around the guys that like Dylan Ness and Logan Storley and guys that have been there before and like, had success at the NCAA level. So we did, you know, a lot of like morning workouts and stuff and that really kind of helped prepare me. And I think one thing that uh, kind of could have been more prepared for was like, I was kind of basing people off like schools and I guess I didn't scout some of the guys hard enough. Mm-hmm. And the first match I ended up getting a takedown. I was winning. And then, dude was kind of bigger and stronger than me. He was like, I think a redshirt senior or something, just powered me over with a cement job. And I was on my back for like two minutes. 
and he ended up getting the win off that. But, I mean, I knew I, di- I didn't want to, like, go to NCAAs and go 0-2. So, I really, you know, focused for the next match, and I ended up winning that one. And then my second match was against uh, – forget the kid from air force mo8 but he was like ranked 15 so he was pretty tough and then i ended up having jordan conaway again which was kind of a good thing because it showed um i improved like the match was a lot closer than the duel but he ended up beating me there and ended up all americaning but i mean i think it was just like a good thing to see my like freshman year because then it allowed me to know what to expect coming in for my sophomore and junior year so I think that like kind of really helped just getting experience like at the tournament and stuff and knowing like what to prepare and you know it's it's big it's uh the biggest tournament I've wrestled at so it was kind of right. a lot to take in as a freshman but you know I just try to you know look at it as a positive thing and just kind of take in every moment and not kind of put any pressure on myself just saying hey, I'm a freshman here. I'm not expected to even win a match. And I just kind of think that kind of really helped me out and ease my, like, stress in the situation. Just having, you know, my coaches and teammates to back me up helped a lot. Mm. So, so national qualifier then that year, the following year, you redshirt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the year after that, you, uh, you make the national finals. Um, what kind of specific growth did you make over that year and a half? Um, I just kind of um, – one thing I thought about was just with, like, my top wrestling. I was like, all right, I could – like, I'm, I'm pretty good on my feet. But, you know, if you take a guy down and let him up, you're getting one point in that exchange every time. But if you, like, you know – if I worked on my turns because I was always like pretty good at riding but I wouldn't necessarily get a lot of turns and turn people up so I just kind of pull off focus and I'd play around like I, I would worked on my half for a little bit tilt and then I kind of I think it was during like freestyle season I, we were working on like high guts and stuff and then I just kind of transitioned that instead of like locking just going on the shoulder shoulders and hooking and just kind of that kind of adapted into my like wrestling style and just me being a little longer, it was pretty easy for me to, you know, adjust and like keep behind guys' hips and ride with legs. And I think just spending a lot of time in that position is what really helped me just, you know, put in the time and, you know, I'd, I'd, uh, build like I eventually like build it off of the initial backpack off, um, you know, whatever a bottom guy does, like I right. try and get him to react a certain way so then I could score off that. So just kind of starting off from the initial turn to like, oh, if a guy does this, I do this. So just, you know, mm-hmm. building a little series, you know, so you're prepared for anything like the bottom guy throws at you, I think really, you know, help me out. And also just kind of, um, yeah, that one summer or after my retro year I, I knew I really wanted a um all-american and you know place as high as I could so I spent a lot of time you know I made sure I was running almost every day or like five six times a week as much as I could or doing stance and motion something to like keep my cardio in good shape and just um lifting putting in the time 
and I, I, that year I ended up working a landscaping job. So I would nice. wake up at like six, work till like three, and I'd have to get in my wrestling training after that. So it was just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, working hard that whole summer. And I knew, like, I put in the time and stuff. And I think that helped build, like, my confidence going into that next year. And I think that's a, a big thing, just, you know, putting in that extra work to get yourself to, you know, believe you could really do it and, you know, beat the top guys. Yeah. I think that's what, what it comes down to at that level, just, you know, confidence in yourself. Hmm. So you go into the NCAA championships, you're 30 and seven, you're the number six seed. Um, what kind of thoughts were going through your mind? Um, I kind of, I kind of had a feeling like I had a good shot of uh, making the finals that year just because, I mean, one, I think Suriano was the three seed. So I knew he was kind of hurting a little bit. He was mm-hmm. coming off injury. So I, I was, I felt like I was in a good spot in the bracket and then he ended up pulling out. So it kind of opened up my path a little easier there, but I saw it, uh, who was it? Jack Mueller in the mm-hmm. semis. So it was, I knew it was going to be a tough match going in. I wrestled in the scuffle finals and like we, I think we exchanged takedowns, but I mean, this time going in, I was, I was like, just really, I was working hard that, that, uh, summer. And I mean, my cardio was good. I was feeling good. And I just kind of, you know, I didn't try to force anything. I, I got to my ties, staying in good position and was able to, you know, get my takedowns and go right to my turns and, up making the national finals against Dan Cruz. One of the, he upsets Gilman wrestling. on the other side, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that match. I was, I was, it was a good match. It's crazy. Mm, it's exciting. Um, so, okay. National finals. What, uh, here's a, here's an interesting question. Was it any different for you than any other match? Did you put any sort of pressure on yourself? And, um, and looking back now, is there anything that you would have done differently? Um, I, yeah, same thing. Like I always, you know, I think I wrestled well at nationals just cause I don't put that pressure on myself, mm-hmm. which I, I feel like some people do, but that's why I like, I feel like I excel usually postseason and the year just cause, you know, I, I just enjoy it. You know, I just kind of look at like, Oh, this is the last storm of the year. You know, I'm going to just give it everything right. I got. And then after that I could you know, relax a little bit take a vacation or whatever <laughs> but yeah just doing that I think keeping that mindset really helped me out and going in I mean I think I could have scouted a little better and hmm. stuff I mean I, I wrestled at the scuffle so I think I was feeling a little confident from that because I, I I beat them there but hmm. I think probably one of the biggest things I should have chosen top in that second or third yeah. period and really try to um, get some turns. Cause I turned them like once or twice at scuffle, but I mean, that was just kind of, I don't know. I didn't prepare for that situation. Like, Oh, what if the score is this going into the second or third, which right. I think I should have game planned a little harder for before the match. But I mean, you know, it's, you learn from it and you know, I, wrestled um in the next year I think and kind of switched up the game plan and ended up winning that one but yeah it was you know just a great experience and 
you know, some I'll never forget, which mm. sweet. So the next two NCAA championships, you placed fourth, you placed seventh. Um, was that discouraging for you at all to go from a national finalist? Now you're, you know, wrestling, competing for third place. Now you're competing for seventh. Um, and, and it, as you know, as a, an average spectator might look at that and say, Oh, he, look at him. He got worse. And while well, you clearly yeah. didn't get worse, uh, for one thing, 133, that might've been the toughest, you know, toughest NCAA bracket in the past 10, 15, 20 years, you know, yeah. ridiculous. Um, but what do you attribute to that? You know, the, you're, you're, you place a, a little bit lower at each year. Mm-hmm. Was there any specific reason for that or just the way it shook out? Um, I think just, you know, every year there's always, you know, tough guys at the way it never, you know, mm-hmm. gets easier. There's always <laughs> new tough young guys coming in. So it's like you always just got to be prepared. And I think yeah. that year, um, yeah, I think Tomasello dropped down my junior year. And, you know, you have Spencer Lee coming in, like just the whole weight class reloaded and was just, you know, tougher weight or I wouldn't say tougher, but there's, there's always, you know, good guys. And against those top guys, you're always going to have a close match. Like I think at NCAs, I went to OT with Thomas L like you're, it's just yeah. kind of comes up on those like close matches and stuff. And I think, I mean, for losing, I think I lost um second round that year at NCAs because I was wrestling Brester and I lost an OT off, uh, you know, the criteria, I think I was mm-hmm. like half or like, like this. And the guy started counting swipes, oh. gave him two. And I was pretty, pretty upset about that. I didn't think it was two, but you know, I just kind of, you know, the match is over. You can't do anything to change that. Right. So I just kind of focused on the Contes. And I was like, all right, you know, I might've lost this Contes, but, or this championship match, but you know, I'm just going to come back, you know, my, my goal every year is to at least like all American and stuff. Right. So I just really made sure I came back hard and I think round of 12 that year, I had Nick Piccinini who, mm-hmm. you know, tough guy. I think he was seat six, but I was just kind of like going into that match. I was just telling myself like, you cut all this weight this whole year. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta uh, win. Look at all the weight I cut. Yeah. Oh my I, word. Like, I, I would have done that for nothing if, if I, uh, didn't play so that kind of just kind of helped me motivate me mm. and you tech yeah. fallen beat him like 16-0 yeah, yeah. Oh, I man. think after that first turn it was kind of like oh boy oh man Jeez. yeah and then you the next match beat Darian you know rematch mm. of the the NCAA finals that's yeah that's pretty that's insane yeah, that was and then close one pull off by like one or two or something but mm, and then and then nato so but like that year that year was so crazy like that, yeah. man i remember all of the the hype going into that year especially for that weight 125 so um you graduate you had an i mean an outstanding by all accounts an outstanding college career um and you know you go to the, the pen rtc right you talk about you know the decision to transfer the Penn RTC and uh and everything that comes with that um I I just knew um kind of after my time in Minnesota I want to come back to Pennsylvania and stuff and mm. area a little warmer yeah yeah <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, just be closer to family and stuff. And my brother, you know, he wrestled for Penn. So in the summers and stuff, I'd, I'd go down to Penn and train a little bit. So I'd had uh, – and Slay was one of the coaches when I was on the world team, I think, in 2014. So I kind of knew him a little bit from that. So I was kind of already had a relationship and then just kind of talking with him throughout my senior year. You know, he's a high-level coach. You know, he's – been a lot of like international tournaments and really knows you know the international styles and what to expect and I thought he would just be a great coach to get me to where I needed to be with that and as well you know Penn there's a lot of good connections and I'm trying to hopefully get in a PT school at Drexel which is also nice. part of the PRTC so going through the application process with that but I think just you know, the coaches, the guys, I thought was, you know, a good choice. Um, actually going after my senior year, I was kind of, you know, a little skeptical that summer. I, I didn't know if, you know, I really wanted to invest all that time to, you know, wrestling and continuing my career. I was a little down about um, my seventh place finish because, you know, I, I thought I could have done better. But, I mean, I just kind of – took a little time to think about that and just kind of made up my mind that I want to continue wrestling and really um, try and do as good as I can. So I, I, once I made that up, it's, it's been not that, not too difficult. I mean, it's always tough, but I mean, just training wise and motivation wise, once I made my mind up, it's, you know, I'm all in right now, just trying to train as hard as I can and get prepared for, you know, whatever tournament I'm up, I have next, which is probably senior nationals. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they got uh, 61 kilos, but if not, you know, I'll go 65. But I'm just excited to get back on the mats whenever and get be able to wrestle and compete because it's been, you know, seven, eight months, right. which is just tough. Yeah. No, it's pretty bizarre. Um, So who's your primary, primary training partner at Penn? Is, uh, McKenna? Yeah, yeah, so I'll go with McKenna, but they also have uh, some pretty tough lightweights too, so, you know, I'll, I'll go with uh, Michael Kolioko, mm. um, Doug Zaff, who is ranked top 20, I think, this year at 41, um, Carmen Ferrante is also tough at 33, so I, I wrestled those three guys usually and, you know, get some good training partners out of them, mm-hmm. but yeah. We we had a couple new guys at the PRTC, but they're a little bigger. But I'll I'll yeah. still try and you know, get in there every once in a while. Oh, wrestle man. up. It, it's cool for you know to see as a, just a wrestling fan like how the PRTC is growing. Like in the past year alone, right? I mean, Mark Hall, McKenna, Richie Lewis, you and you know you guys are just getting a lot of athletes. Slay, obviously, that's a huge huge grab, and so. It's it's very cool to see that the growth of the PRTC and um, you know, yeah. all that comes with it. Uh, Ethan, what's the dynamic like at the the Penn Wrestling Club versus you know regional training club? Sorry, um, what's the diamond but dynamic like between Penn and, and Minnesota? Um, or not between them, or like comparing them, I guess. Yeah, I guess Minnesota. It's kind of they always got that like hard like tough nose like kind of wrestling pace like they'll really come at you and push the pace and you know 
kind of, I guess, kind of like an Iowa style. Like they really come at you hard, gas you out, and really put it on you. And they never like stop. And here it's it's kind of the same way, but I think like me a little more focus on like technicalities and stuff. Right. With uh, slaying stuff, you have so many you know good moves and and stuff to show. So it's kind of just for me like. This past year, I've learned a lot of good technique just for freestyle and stuff, which I haven't done a lot of, like, just mat wrestling with, like, freestyle, like, lay laces, mm-hmm. gut wrenches and stuff. So he shows a lot of good stuff there, a lot of good, like, um, from tie-ups, like, underhooks, overhooks and stuff. So it's, um, yeah, I think just kind of a little more technical, but, you know, we still go hard and train smart and – I th- thought he did a good job uh, really, you know, preparing us this year. I, I definitely saw, um, you know, just from being in the room, like the guys that I wrestled, just improvement in my wrestling and stuff, like a mm. huge jump from, you know, going from November to like, you know, March. I, I thought I improved a lot, but, you know, unfortunately, like last chance and all that stuff got canceled. Right. So, right. yeah. Super. Super but difficult. now we're we're back to you know we'll have our training camp next week so we'll be back to building back up for um senior nationals so i'm excited with that and you know some i haven't seen like a lot of the new guys at the prtc so um this next week will be the first time like i meet a lot of them like in person like i know yes. all of them but like i haven't like you know met them so it'll be, you know, a good thing to meet those guys and just spend some time with the team. Mm. Okay. Well, you know, we're, we're kind of wrapping up this interview, looking to close it off, but you know, what are your goals? What kind of goals do you have for your future? Um, you know, with either on the mat or off the mat? Um, yeah, I think um, one good thing with uh, the PRTC is the really, um, important uh i guess like values that they hold are like just helping the community so we have uh beat the streets in philly so you know a lot of the pen drexel some of the prtc guys like we try and help out with that so just helping out like the wrestling community in philly and just you know i think you know it's a good group of guys like we have fca every monday so it's you know just um, talk about our faith and uh, just like whatever we're struggling with like we can always like count on each other to talk through it and really learn from each other so I thought um, that was good and then it was the other part of the question uh, I just goals in general you know on the mat oh yeah. the mat, you know whatever um, what plans you have so for your future on the mat you know I'm always trying to do as good as I can so I'm I'm hoping to you know make the world team at 61 whenever you know they open that up or have like a tournament for that but I mean off the map trying to go to PT school and just you know help out with um you know the community and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know help out with the Penn Drexel guys too on the wrestling team so just doing my part whatever I can like for the the um schools and stuff because they've given me the opportunity to 
you know, wrestle as a career and, right. you know, get paid for it. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, ne- I never really thought of doing this as a kid, but it's kind of like a dream come true, just trying to chase my dreams for a world team and world medal. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm doing now. Thanks. So, okay. What other hobbies do you have like outside of wrestling? What's that? What other hobbies do you have? Oh, um, you know, I like to, I go hiking sometimes with my dog, but hmm. I mean, I, I just got a puppy two years ago. So I've been, you know, I spent a oh, lot of time got with it him two years ago. in the backyard or a year, year, year and a half. I'd say. <laughs> He's still, still a little puppy, but yeah, it's spent a lot of time with him. Um, you know, I play video games here and there. I try and limit my time because, you know, in college I'd have a problem with that. Like I'd, I'd play through my class and stuff or something Aww. like that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, limit in, that. Dude. Yeah, I know if, if the boys are online, like sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, more. You gotta, yeah, you got it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, this, this, yeah. So, all right. Here, a couple last questions. So, do people call you? How often do people call you Lizak? Like, because it seems like that's something um, pretty frequent. Yeah, I've just kind of gotten used to it because it's like <laughs> the spelling. It's it's a pretty. You don't see an e there, so that's everyone yeah. always calls me Lizak. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, are there any other last thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with? Um, I mean, just like, if you're a wrestler, make sure, you know, you're doing the right things to get you where you need to be. Like that includes like, you know, sleeping and getting the right amount of sleep, nutrition, um, just training, getting in there in the gym, even on those days that you don't want to, like, there's been plenty of times through this quarantine where I'm like, Oh, I don't want to work out. But I'm like, you know, I just think to my goals and what I want to achieve. And that kind of helps, you know, push me through a lot of days. And sometimes like, you know, it's, it's hard even starting, but once you get started, I feel like it it gets a little easier and stuff, but yeah, just keep working hard and try and get, you know, 1% better every day. You know, it's a process. You're not going to go like right away just from like a first year wrestler to like, state champ in like mm. two months or something it's it's a process you gotta you know put the time in and if you put the time in you'll be rewarded so mm, that's, that's Dude, uh, yep fantastic and ethan I, I just i really appreciate you thank you so much for coming on um to this i don't even know what number this is this is like 43 44 it's up there a lot of interviews on home yeah. advantage so uh, i really appreciate you taking your time coming on Uh, We'll have you on again sometime, and uh, thanks for being in touch. So awesome, man! Thanks for having me. Hey guys, and and uh, and thanks for listening. So.